Buda Baker out of his and Metcalf track him down and he chase him down and he does to save a touchdown. It was done by the king. Hello, cul-de-sac league. Welcome back to uh, after a bit of a hiatus to the King Mike and Shake It Golf podcast. Episode six, season two, Mr. Mike. Hey, Mike in the house. Oh, I'm just (laughs) live in Turkey. Yeah, we've got a beautiful night sky, Istanbul. We've got intercontinental, the podcast. Global. uh, Yeah, exactly. A global experience. Jerz is sitting across from me with a stupid Christmas tie on right now. (laughs) Nice little Christmas. My formal occasions for formal occasions. I love it. It's like a Santa pack. Red with white (laughs) dots and a Santa belt. If you want to take a screenshot, you can send it to the guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you should. Hold up. Give me a second. Hold up. I need to find my snipping tool. This is great commentary. And everybody will see it now. Okay, we're good. We're good. Okay. Um, so it's been a bit of a little while since we've, uh, <clears throat> since we've been able to get one of these done. We actually met right before Mikey left for Turkey. We got, I went over to his place with the plans to record a podcast and, and we were watching a football game, I believe. I can't remember what, night, what game it was, but we had just, we had so much that we wanted to catch up on. We like made the whole episode preview and like, we were like just about ready to go. And then by the time we were ready to record. I had, to, I had a hockey game at like 1030 or something. So I had to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, oh, okay, like, well, this and we had good. a we have massive to... meal. You remember? Yeah. We oh, yeah. We had like, pasta. That pasta. Both falling asleep. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to go to sleep. I did not want to go to hockey at all after that. I wanted to just go to sleep. But um, yeah. And so then we were like, okay, well, we'll, uh, we'll just record this another time. And then, you know, Mike's been in Turkey since then. And it's just been busy, busy. So um, here we are. We're back. Yeah. Do you know why a turkey's called a turkey? The bird? I do not. <laughs> well, fun fact. Apparently, <laughs> when the British arrived in North America, there was a bird that looked like a turkey that the Turks used to bring to England, but not related to the turkey. And so then they started calling it a turkey. Oh, so so the, the country and, was named before the bird. Yeah, the country was named before the bird, and then and then they named the bird turkey because it looked like a turkey bird from uh, the Turks. Huh. Yeah. There we go. Fun facts with Mr. Mike. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're in the turkey. The turkey's named after the country. We're uh, we're an informative podcast, not just fantasy football, multifaceted. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, everybody liked that story. I liked it. And it doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> so, podcast <laughs> over. No more talking yeah, exactly. about football. I don't need well, to talk no, about fantasy football. I know that Mr. Mike doesn't want to talk about fantasy My football. My season's but, done. Uh, See ya. I'm off traveling. <laughs> so, we're in uh, semifinal week um, after week 15. I mean, we're into week 16 now after week 15, which was maybe one of the craziest weeks uh, like I've ever seen in fantasy football like just like so many obviously there's like the COVID 
thing going on where like oh, yeah, that was insane. people are like freaking out about people last minute missing games because of covid and and then on the but then like guys just studs that are even that are healthy just being brutal and posting yeah you know the worst score that we've seen all year i mean i know on my team alone like Najee had his worst worst week ever and then uh, kyler was shit and then didn't the two semifinal matchups would have lost out to the two like loser bracket matchups yeah exactly both semifinal matchups were just toilet bowls or quarterfinals i should say oh yeah 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 like if you look at the quarterbacks in those matchups, like I think three guys got four points, Wilson, Bridgewater, and Brady. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like, well. you know, and so, so, um, you know, we can start, we'll, 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 we'll delay King Mike's paint for a little bit longer. We'll start <laughs> with death by Sanu Sanu uh, versus the Ryan Assance. The Ryan you know, at least they had up... two quarterbacks going head to head that both scored two four points. Well, <laughs> that's the thing, right? Like, I mean, you think that Teddy Bridgewater and the Ryan Assance is, is rattled because Teddy now Teddy got hurt at least, so he didn't play the full game. But and he he comes out with four point nine points, and he's like, oh god, but going into the well, I guess the Seahawks were on Tuesday night going into the Tuesday nighter and then Russ decides to do Stu a big favor and post an even worse score 4.2 four. Yeah. So I mean, I mean like death by Sanu Sanu put up 83 points. That's brutal. Yeah. That's the worst in the league other than, other than 83 points and Aaron Rodgers got him 24. <laughs> Yeah, well, and that's the thing, right? And then Devin Singletary got him 15. Yeah, and then the rest of his team just sucked. Jamar Chase, Chase, three yards. Ryan, suck up. Zero. Suck up goose. Absolute goose. And so, like, it was just just a weird, weird week. Um, And even Dalvin Cook didn't do much. I mean, you know, you're not – up 90 yards isn't going to kill you, but that's not what you need from Dalvin Cook. And he just yeah, went into the COVID fine. protocol, I see. Yeah, not that it matters uh, because I'm playing him. So, <laughs> um, what, fifth? Place and so, I mean, and, and congrats to the Renaissance for, yeah, you know, he's made the lasting. Playoffs. He's made the playoffs every single year. Yeah. He's yeah, been he in the, the playoff streak once alive. Again, he's in the semifinals. Yeah. Yeah. Probably heading to the finals because we know who he's facing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've got, we'll save that for our, our semifinal previews. All right. Um, should we move it on? I think we should move right along to the matchup of the week, maybe <laughs> of the year. It was not a, 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 a triumphant victory for my body, my choice. Scotty comes out ahead of so-called king mike the king 103.7 to 103.16 so So, you lost by less than six yards were you all watching that game live because i watched the game after because it was the seahawks and i realized freaking dj dallas's punt of the ball 
<laughs> for a penalty, set up that field goal. That field goal. <laughs> they did yeah, a freaking oh, punt the ball. I forgot to open up my bubbly. Oh, yes. Oh, that sounded good. So if he doesn't punt the ball or a pass interference was called on that play, <laughs> King Mike would have won. Well, if, if pass interference is called, then maybe G- Gerald Everett scores yeah, or does. something. Yeah, yeah. But he'll go. You're right. If DJ Dallas doesn't decide to punt the ball halfway across the field, he should be kicked um, off the team. <laughs> My season so, went as long as the Seahawks. So I was, yeah, it's true. Eh? I was watching it taped because I was at my folks' place for dinner and I was trying to explain to them the importance of this game and they didn't really understand it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, but, and so I'm like, okay, well, no, but like if, if like Mike, Mike could lose to Scotty and Scotty's like, his team's been ravaged by injuries and like Mikey's got a really good team, but the best bad this, this week. And, and, and my family like, okay, like we're sitting on eat dinner. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I recorded the end and I, ch- I recorded like the, the last 10 minutes or so. And so I checked the stats and I was like, okay, uh, if Matt Gay hits one more field goal, Scott wins. And I was like, if he doesn't and like uh, Everett does some stuff, I'll, I'll have to check after to make to like, it was like he was down by whatever. But I was like, I know if there's a field goal, it's over. And so then I, wa- I stayed off my phone and I watched it after dinner. And so I saw that, you know, DJ Dallas <laughs> punting the ball away. And then, you know, they're, the Rams are up by a score, up by seven and driving. And I'm torn. I'm a Seahawks fan, right? So part of me is like <laughs> wanting them to, to turn the ball over and, and go the other way. But then half of me is like, well, if the Hawks are going to lose, they should at least get into field goal range so they can salt this thing away. And sure enough, they get in within range. I think it was like a 33-yard field goal or something, just a chip shot with like a minute left to end the season for Mr. Mike, which, I mean, I want to know what you were thinking when you woke up and checked the score in the Sunday nighter Tampa, New Orleans, which would have happened at like what five a.m. your time? Yeah, it was early. So I guess, yeah, I went to sleep and I was like, okay, this is pretty much a sure thing. Like especially eighty percent chance, eighty-five. Yeah, yeah. I was projected for like a forty-point win again over Scott, who had something similar happen to me earlier in the year. So I wasn't <laughs> wasn't fully out of question that he could beat me, but. Yeah. Yeah. I went to bed and then I woke up and first thing I did was check WhatsApp, but not our league conversation. And I saw I had a nice message from Scott and (laughs) it starts off with like, hello, King Mike. And I could just hear the smile in his voice, you know? And I'm like, oh, like something must not be, be going well. Or maybe that was, maybe that was after the Seahawks game. Some point he sent me a nice, I think it was after the Seahawks game. Oh, yeah. that was after he clinched it. That's when he clinched it. And then he was like, and I was like, listen to the message. And then I checked the score. I'm like, did I just lose by fucking point five of a point or whatever? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It was a shock. But the Tom Brady game, I woke up and I was like, what? My final point total is 103? <laughs> like, before I was going to bed, it was set for like 140. 
<laughs> and like Gronk had 11 targets and only two catches for like 20 yards. Yeah. Brady yeah. only had four points. Yeah. And then like even like Arizona D was awful against Detroit. I don't know what the hell. Yeah, they got they got boat raced by Detroit. Yeah. It just wasn't very good. And like you know what beat me was not Scott's team, was his freaking his kicker and special kicker teams. Kicker and special teams. <laughs> Outscored me 25 to 8. <laughs> That's what did me in. And then even Julio. Julio Jones. The fucking guy goes off because he has another hammy injury. And it's like he's not playing for the rest of the game. And then today it says Julio's practicing in full like nothing ever happened. How do you practice in full and you're ready to go on a Thursday night game when you're – Call it quits halfway through the game because you think you tweet something. <laughs> Sveti's my boy. He always messages me. He's like, oh, I had a Julio experience last time. Yeah. 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 And like, and the thing is too, like, if you had played Tyler Boyd, he had a hundred yards and a touchdown. And can you believe MVS outscored the Vaught Nuts by five yeah. points? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. that's true. I like the thing is, like, you go, you got a goose from Julio. Scott got eight yards from Amari Cooper, but that was the difference. That was the difference in the matchup. It was Julio like, versus Amari Cooper. <laughs> exactly, like Amari Cooper's eight yards. I mean, like Corderell, is that that was, must have been his worst game of the season by far. Yeah, I don't even know what happened. Yeah, like, it's it's almost like it's like the Coral Patterson like has turned back into a pumpkin. Like the like the Cinderella season. Yeah, it's just one is, game. They're, Come on, they're not using them as much anymore. Like what do you the mean? usage twenty five points, another hundred yards, and another hundred ten total yards, and then last game just two points. But he's not being used in the passing game like he was at the beginning of the season. I mean, he's still like. Okay, last before this. Yeah, week. you know, I guess you're right. He had he had yeah. 60 yards and a touchdown, 90 or, or almost 100 yards. Okay, 16 rushing and then about five receiving. So like we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens going forward. But um, even last game, 11. He still had 13 touches. That's pretty good. But they're all coming in the running game now. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's relevant. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Your, your season is done. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm off traveling. As people, congratulations <laughs> and, to Scotty. He's moving on. So Scotty moves on. Did, did Scott come in last last year again? No, he didn't. He he he. Bar- Remember, actually, Scotty had a really good team last year, and he barely missed the playoffs. I think he had the most points. He had the most points in the whole league. Um, so I should have voted for him for most improved. <laughs> 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 no, he improved. He improved by one spot, and he definitely went down and. Where his points scored were. I'll tell you one thing. I didn't vote for Doris after his bonehead trades. His trades are just as bad as last year. So that's not improvement, Doris. That's not improve. His trades were worse than last year. They were not worse than last year. Let's yeah, he started just... the half the season four and zero or five and zero, and then he went five and like what nine? No, he was only four and zero to start or four and one or something. And then he starts trading, and now and then he went one and eight. 
Yeah, it wasn't an ideal finish to the season. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter though. Let's move. He on. went four. He he went four and one in his first five weeks, and then and then he, he starts went, trades, and then he went one and eight in his last nine weeks. Which That's not an improvement, Doris. You went back to your old self. But, but he improved on his draft and then went downhill. I mean, we can talk about this later. That will be next his season. Next. I don't think the trade sewered him. Like Dak doing okay. nothing. Lamar, we'll keep, anyways. We'll keep that to the award show. Um, for now, we're, we're going to talk about. Um, he didn't get my vote though. Oh yeah. Do you want before we move on to the uh, to the semifinal previews? So obviously we got the semifinal previews and then the. Uh, the, the the big reveal, the very last part of our show, what everyone's waiting for, the Scotty Bowl preview. Hell um, yeah. Before, do, do you have something you want to say to Chalmers about uh, about your the nominations? Oh, yeah. What the <laughs> hell were those? Like, one of them. Okay, first he says, Chubb has been better than Zeke this year. I oh, mean, yes. that's pretty debatable. Like... When healthy, he's been better. Like, like by points per game, he's been way better. Not way better. I think like better. And Nick Zeke's Chubb has aging. helped. Nick Chubb has helped you more than Zeke has this fantasy season. Has he? I think so. Because Zeke was pretty fucking unreal until he hurt his leg. To start, yeah. And that was for a good seven weeks. So, like, I don't know. Like, they're pretty similar. <laughs> so it's like, oh, did I really miss out on Chubb? Probably, probably not. I mean, they've both been pretty good. Zeke is the seventh best running back on the year. Chubb's the 12th. <laughs> and then Will, the Will Fuller thing, it's like, man, you could have picked any injured player. But Will Fuller, you knew he was banged up going into the year. Yeah, but then he comes in and oh, no, he was shatters his hand. He was, yes, suspended, yeah. and then he shatters his hand in the first game. Like, that's not his fault. So, like, you could have picked any injured player. Oh, somebody picked Derrick Henry, and then he got injured halfway through the season. He should have picked J.K. Well, no. I mean, Derrick Derek Henry, I think, is actually still, like, the RB7 on the year. It would have been better if he picked, like, Trey Lance or something for me. Like I would Trey been Lance like, was okay, a bad pick. Was, yeah, he didn't play the whole year. And it wasn't because of injury. So I would have been like, yeah, that's a way better, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah, Rolling on. I, I didn't but vote for you if it makes you feel better. Yeah, I don't think I'll win that award. But No, no. Um, and so we'll do next, yeah. our next uh, next pod, we'll do a, an awards awards recap. Thanks again to Chalmers for getting those out and doing they the They were pretty good, that, except for that one question. King Mike hated a bit of it. Um, <laughs> and I, okay. I, I I do enjoy Chalmers for actually doing that for us. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice touch. Absolutely, it's yeah. nice to see guys in the league stepping up and uh, and creating some content. All right. Um, okay, so moving on to let's start with uh, Spenny versus my body, my choice, Spence Woo! against Scotty. So you know this matchup. Obviously, there's a there's a pretty clear favorite. <laughs> yeah. But well, without, it, it could have been like my matchup. You never know. Right? Well, that's the thing. Like with how crazy this year has been, who knows? Right. Like, yeah, 
just like impossible to predict. And all of a sudden but, COVID hits or something. And it's like, well, and that's the thing. And, and so like right now, like, so we can, we're going to go position by position, right? Yeah. Let's go quarterbacks first. Okay. And so, I mean, this isn't even close. Spenny with Josh Allen and Matt Stafford and Scotty with Kirk Cousins and Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I'm actually kind of surprised. I thought that Scotty might put in a bid for um, Tyler Huntley. Yeah, I mean, he might as well, he should have because he might as well just fucking go for it. And yeah. He's not exactly. going to win with these two quarterbacks. And it would have been great. Actually. Up another 35 or something. Yeah, if, exactly. Like, if Huntley rushes for another 100 yards or whatever and a couple of tuds, like, you know, and unfortunately for me, my semifinal opponent picked him up, but I thought about I thought about messaging Scotty and be like, "Hey, you should probably uh, pick up Huntley." Eh? But I was like, "Ah, that's a little too much. Yeah, it's a little greasy." So I, uh, right. I let it I let it let it go. So yeah, clear edge to Spenny on quarterbacks there. Yeah, and then going on to the wide receivers, we got Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams, AJ Brown, and Adam Thielen for Spenny versus Amari Cooper, MVS. <laughs> Treadwell and Jarvis Landry. So and so, I mean, I. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I think MVS is out with COVID, right? Yeah. So like Landry got placed, and MVS are both on COVID. When did Landry go on the list? Oh, Tuesday as well. So they'll both probably miss. Unless they're vaccinated. I thought there's some crazy fast turnaround for that. Yeah, I think if you're vaccinated, it can be like five days. And enough Browns are on the COVID list. And that game's supposed to be on Saturday, that Browns game. That might get postponed because oh, so like okay. because there's so many Browns on that list right now. So Jarvis Landry may play. I think Valdez Scant oh Valus Scanlon is supposed to play in that same game. So Scotty's hoping for a Tuesday night football miracle where they just push that Saturday game to the Tuesday. And yeah. that could get, if those guys are both unvaccinated, they could both play. And then meanwhile, Spenny is looking at, you know, Adam Thielen, who's questionable. We aren't, he was limited in practice. So, you know, we're not really sure if he's going to have him in the lineup, but even if he doesn't, he's covered him with KJ Osborne. So you know, it's a drop-off, but it's not a huge drop-off. Um, and A.J. Brown's is supposed to be back, too. And A.J. Brown is supposed to be back. He's supposed to play tonight, so, you know, we'll see We'll see how that goes. I mean, again, the the it goes to Spenny. Like, Deontay Johnson yeah. is such a if, stud. If all these guys are healthy, I don't think it's even close. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, like, <laughs> Amari, Amari Cooper has been shit. He's been so bad. Yeah, I mean, MVS could do a random game like last game, but probably not. And Treadwell is irrelevant, and Landry is so so. I mean, nothing. Yeah, yeah. like there's so, not. I mean, there, like, out of the four, Johnson, Williams, Brown, and Thielen, would you take any one of Scott's wide receivers over any of those guys? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it only no. gets worse from you the top. Maybe make you could maybe make an argument for Amari Cooper over Mike Williams, but I wouldn't. I would still take Mike Williams. Yeah, has he been good, Williams lately? He's been still kind of hit or miss. Okay, but like, so, yeah. So as he got, he got fifty yards last week. He got sixty yards the week before. One hundred and ten the week before. He hasn't scored a touchdown in five weeks. 
So Mike Williams like, is his four. I, like I Amari strong. Cooper's been, you know, eight yards. Oof. He scored the week before, 40 yards. Like, it's just – there hasn't been much for Amari Cooper. So, yeah, I would take Williams. So, yeah. yeah Williams has said he's four, and yeah. yeah. And Cooper has his one. All right, moving on to the running backs. Why don't you fire them off? And so the running backs are where it's interesting again. We have um, – Scotty has Joe Mixon and uh, Ronald Jones and Josh Jacobs in his flex. And they're both using running backs in their flex, so we'll just lump them in. Okay. Um, Austin, and then Spenny has Austin Eckler, Chase Edmonds, and David Montgomery. This gets a little more interesting. This is interesting, and this is tighter, and there's a caveat that Austin Eckler is on the COVID list, and we don't know if he's going to play. Yeah. And he only got put on on the list yesterday on Wednesday, so I think it is very hard-pressed for him to return before – the Sunday morning game. But now on the other side, Mixon also tweaked his ankle last week. Oh, for Scotty. But he doesn't even have an injury to. He practiced in full. Okay. So, so he's probably fine. He's probably fine, but it's something to keep in mind. And I mean, and then Spenny is dealing with losing, uh, obviously, Eli Mitchell um, is the piss missile. Out. The piss is rolled out. So he's missing him. And James Conner is also kind of banged up. So if James Conner's out, all of a sudden, um, Chase Edmonds has that backfield to himself. So And Josh Jacobs is sick, apparently, with an illness. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> it's not, it's it's not a, COVID. It's not COVID, but it's an illness. Okay. So and so, like – yeah. You know, both of both of these guys actually have like okay depth to deal with this. Like if if one of the starters is out for Spenny, well, if it's Eckler, he has his his handcuff in Justin Jackson. And then okay. if it's someone else, he has Ramondre Stevenson on his bench who can plug in fine. And then Scotty has Devontae Freeman who can plug in fine if any of these guys miss. So like they both um have options. And we haven't even talked about Ronald Jones. Yeah, with Lenny Fournette going down. With Lenny out, is about to step into that entire backfield on his own. So they both actually have pretty robust running back rooms. And I would give the edge to Spenny if Eckler is in the lineup. Um, But if Eckler is out, then I think Scotty gets the edge. So we're doing Eckler over Mixon. Mm -hmm. We're doing David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs. I'd probably take Jacobs over Moss? I would probably take Montgomery, but how is it, Jacobs? Yeah, it has been pretty. I mean, it's like, pretty pushy. The thing, the, I, I just think Montgomery's safer okay. than Jacobs. Jacobs freaks me out a bit. But then Ronald Jones over Chase Edmonds for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in that backfield. Yeah, and so, so yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's really tight. Push. Yeah. Although it's Eckler really tight. can take it to that. But then we've seen the, Joe Mixon step up before, too. Mixon's had some big weeks, too. Yeah, they, like both of those guys. Now, Eckler's playing Houston. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity for points there. The middle of the season, freaking Mixon went 21, 23, 24, 28 points in four games straight. He's been a stud. 
Yeah. You know, he's been. But in the last three, nine, six, and six. Which. Yeah. So you never know. A couple of guys like Jacobs can pop, Mixon can pop, and then Scott's right in it. Or everybody yeah. in both teams can suck and Scott's right in it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, exactly. So I, I would be fine with a push. I would, I would prefer Spenny's if, again, if I just think Eckler is a kind of a step above everyone else. Um, and I like Montgomery as that too. So, but if Eckler's not there, then, then Scotty has a bit of an advantage there. Yeah. So then moving on to tight ends, we got Gerald Everett versus Schultz. So well, the thing is with Scotty, he's got Darren Waller who is they're not sure if he's playing. He mispracticed again. Oh, so they don't think he's playing. Okay. <clears throat> that would be, so, yeah. If Waller played, then an edge to Waller. But. Yeah, but it looks like it, it looks like he mispracticed on Wednesday. So probably trending to be out. So Dalton Schultz versus Gerald Everett. Um, you know, I think probably we're going Schultz. with Schultz. But it's like Schultz. both are not amazing. Yeah, they're both kind of like I don't know those streaming tight ends that if they get in the end zone, you're happy with the day. But I, would I say think Schultz, Schultz is more likely to. That's yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so slight edge to Spenny there, um, and then I mean kicker and defense. We have uh, Matt Gay in Minnesota against Boswell for Spenny in KC. Um, Push. No, we don't really. No. (laughs) Push on kickers and the defenses. We got the Rams versus Houston and Dallas versus Washington. Um, Those are both strong plays. Pretty pushy, yeah. So, yeah. Um, um, overall, Spenny's team's looking strong, even with a couple players missing. Yeah, yeah. Just and with the quarterbacks and wide receiver advantage, it's not. It's you, and, that, and that's where it's going to be. You know, it's going to kind of come down. Like I just don't see a scenario where Kirk Cousins and Ben Roethlisberger can even hang with Josh Allen and Matt Stafford. Um. Yeah. So, but you know, we'll see. And well, Kirk no, Cousins, Josh Allen's playing. Josh Allen's playing New England, so you never know. In New England, yes. In New and England. so if if, yeah. if it, I mean, I guess either way, whether it's in Buffalo or New England, if the weather's bad, you could see a bit of a a bit of a tough game, a tough tough sledding for him. That is a good point to bring up. And then um, yeah, Matt Stafford's in Minnesota, which is yeah. So Stafford and Cousins are playing each other. Oh yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> it'll be a freaking nine nothing game. Yeah, exactly could have it so i mean that's the thing yeah like spenny's favored but uh as we've seen this year this year more than anything it feels like anything can happen so yeah um all right okay so should spenny, we move on we both say spenny will move on to the finals yeah that is my that's my prediction all right so this next matchup a little more interesting a little tighter yep, yep. we got the renaissance a little spicy a little spicy pee. We got. <laughs> we actually have shaking golf in the Renaissance, and the Renaissance is actually projected to win, one hundred and forty yep. to one thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By your favorite and the most accurate Yahoo predictions in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so I'll let you kind of take take the lead on this one since since it's my matchup. 
All right, so let's start off with quarterback. We've got Mac Jones versus Tannehill. And Joe Burrow versus Kyler Murray. I don't think this is now, even close. Well, see, here's the thing where – Is he going to play Huntley? Has, if Huntley plays, I would suspect he plays him over Mac Jones. I mean, yeah, Mac Jones against Jones. Buffalo. No, thank you. So if Huntley plays, I think it actually becomes closer to a push. Is that much, eh? Is Burrow, like, is Burrow that much better than Tannehill? Probably not. Those guys are probably a push. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that's then true. Huntley's still kind take of Kyler. a wild card. Yeah, and yeah. Tyler, like, you think eventually he's going to have one of his 30-plus games. Yeah. Like it took Russ a couple of weeks to get back into it to yeah. play decently well. So I would definitely yeah. take your quarterbacks, especially like Huntley's done it once. True. We've seen tons it's, of quarterbacks Hunt, do it Hunt, once. That's the thing. And then Huntley is done. a very risky play. And now, and now, you know, now they've got some tape on them. You do see that sometimes guys come in the league and teams have never really seen them. And then all of a sudden, you know, they get some tape and then they have a week to game plan for them. And then they're able to do a much better job and, and shut them down. So um, I would way rather, I would feel much safer with your two quarterbacks over any combo that he does. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd yeah. So that. I would say definite edge to Jim. Not that these players can't pop, but yeah, I give, yeah. give you an edge for sure. Yeah. All right. Why don't you run through the wide receivers? And so here's where I lose the, the edge. Um, so Renaissance has a very tidy wide receiver core. Justin Jefferson, who has just been so good. Um, you know, I love him. top three, I like top three wide receiver. I know. Like, I mean, I don't know where he actually is on in the wide receiver rankings, but I would probably take him top three right now. Like it's Devontae, it's Cooper Cup. It's Justin Jefferson, as far as I'm concerned. Pick Devontae number one. I like that. Uh, in no particular order. Would, <laughs> um, would you take him over C- CD? I would, uh, 100%. Now, but CD's also, you know, back in QB1 um, against Washington this one? week. Wide Sorry, receiver. yeah, wide yeah. receiver one. So he's got two studs. Um, and then he has Ayuk, who has been – he's kind of flashed. Like, last week, I think, was kind of scary, but, like – you know, he's a wide receiver three. That's fine. Like he could put up 30 yards. He could kind of pop for 16 points. So that's fine. And then you have Hunter Renfro who, you know, has been a PPR God. Um, Not that we are PPR, but like before last week, he, he 13, 13 10, 15. Yeah. Yeah. And then even if you push before that, he went 10, 10, Three, 13, 10, 15, three. That's a sick four. I'll tell you that. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, as a four. You're almost fine with that at a two. Yeah. He's been, like he's been, mid-range two. He, yeah. he's been a QB one for the past. The wide receiver? Yeah. <laughs> fuck, I don't know why I keep saying that. Uh, <laughs> since week nine, since they're by, he's been a wide receiver one. So, yeah. Get on. you know, that's great. And, Get on. and he's got Devontae Smith on his bench. Yeah, fuck. Who yeah, that was a nice. That was a nice trade for him with me. Like I got the Vaughn nuts, but he got CD and and um, uh, Smith. Smith. Who did yeah. you? Who else did you get? You got Devonte uh, and uh, Tyler Boyd. It? 
Boyd, right, right, right. This boy's been actually good too. So pretty yeah. even trade. And so and so then you know going over to Jersey team. My my wide receiver core. You're very lucky you traded for Debo. I tell you that. I mean, you can call it lucky. Uh, yeah, without Debo. I, I mean, the thing is, without the charity to, gift from Doris. I was saying this to B Langs this morning. I've lost the, the wide receivers that I've lost to injury for the season would be like an above average wide receiving core in our league. If you went Godwin, D Hop, Michael Thomas, and Corey Davis. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good thing. Like, you took on a like, ton of risk and none of the, it has paid off the thomas i did take on risk i get that for sure but like losing that much like it's just hard to recover from in this league when you lose that much wide receiver like Corey davis when he got hurt i was like okay i lost a wide receiver three four like you know that sucks you weren't even really fine. starting now yeah but now that loss is the difference between me having, you know, a wide receiver three, four and having to pick up Nico Collins on the waiver wire. So yeah, <laughs> I've never my wide receiver of the guy. He's a rookie. Been... <laughs> he got 10 targets last week and Brandon Ooh. cooks is in COVID protocol. So, so you're hoping I'm just praying or no, he got four, 10 targets two weeks ago. So yeah, it's, it's a hope and a prayer. So I have Debo Samuel stud. Thank God that I made that trade. Um, my wide receiver two is Josh Reynolds, who's actually been pretty good the last um, the last little while. He's uh, he's at least got over fifty or sixty yards every game. He's got a couple touchdowns. He's, he's been involved in that Detroit offense, um, and they're playing Atlanta. But Jared Goff's in COVID protocol, so that's a little scary. Um, <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Donovan Peoples worse. Jones. Donovan Peoples Jones, who like is a guy like. He's like These a. These are fine... all waiver wire guys that you can pick yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're Nico just plug Collins. and play. I'm just praying. I'm praying to get that, a touchdown like, or two. Yeah. Yeah. And like I was watching that game. I mean, and so I overreact. Well, I don't think I overreacted. I was rattled when Go- I saw that Godwin hit, and I was like, man, like he was such a stud, and all I wanted was for my players to play and not get hurt, and after losing hop the week before and then watching Godwin's knee go. And I was like, fuck, this is going to be tough. And so I, you know, it's, it, I'm going to be in tough to get by with this group of wide receivers. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So a um, big edge to Renaissance there. Yeah. So moving, moving on, close. moving on to running backs. You got Nick Chubb, Najee Harris, and Jeff Wilson Jr. Versus uh, Gibson, Foreman, and James Conner. Mm-hmm. He used to be on Jeremy's team. Yeah. So this it has a couple interesting names in it. Honestly, I'm going to give an edge to Jeremy because he got Najee and Chubb, who are pretty like top six running backs in the league. Yeah. And then JWJ. If the piss missiles out, which he is solid play, yeah, which he yeah. is, yeah. So that I found that's a huge edge for you, and but then yeah. like James Conner has been the fourth best running back on the year. Yeah, it's been a stud, absolute stud. So how was he last week though? I, I thought he was bad last week. Maybe he did last. not have a great week last week. I seven mean, still points. seven points. It's not awful. 
So in a way, um, but, you, so you thirteen can go minutes and Chubb. Thirteen minutes push. ago, uh, Cliff Cliff Kingsbury just said that uh, James Conner is a game time decision. Oh, that'd be a huge blow. And Con- Connor hasn't practiced this week. Oof, that'd be a huge blow. So who's his backup? It would be well. He have it in flex. Oh, so be either David 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 Johnson or Devonta Smith. I imagine he played Devonta Smith. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's yeah, not end, it's not the end of the world, but like that would be a blow for sure. Yeah, and then Najee is Najee doesn't have that upside, but he gets enough touches normally, where yeah. he's pretty good. I yeah. mean, his last like he's like if you're putting Chubb as your one, Najee's yeah. like one of the better twos in the league. Yeah, yeah. Even though you're playing him in the flex, but yeah, and then Jay yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's just because what Jeff Wilson plays on Thursday and Chubb plays yeah, on Saturday. Yeah. And J, JWJ could be a back end one, even. High yeah, he was. Two. I mean, I think, I think he was the RB three or four last week. Yeah. So you got base. You could have three RB ones going against maybe one RB one who might well, not and even Gibson, play. Gibson's questionable as well. Yeah. So, so I would say significant advantage. Although Gibson has been much better lately. Yeah, he has been. Yeah, but but um, I think I'd say he, edge to you for sure. Yeah, yeah. But there is a world where Gibson and Connor outscore Najee. Chubb and Najee. Yeah, but and, and for, like for, Foreman's a solid play too. I think. Yeah, I mean he's the, about that. Like, yeah, I'd almost put him. He's probably about the same as JWJ. That good? You know he's. I would prefer Wilson, but, uh, you know, Foreman's had that backfield pretty much on his own, you know, like, like he had 22 touches, 108 week, 108 points last week. And then the week before, so 13 points, 12 points, and then nine points before that. That's pretty solid. Yeah. If he starts getting some tutties, that's that's pretty good actually. So, I mean, uh, I think you're right. Like I do prefer my running backs, but there's a, there's a scenario where his running backs outscore mine, which is not yeah. the same as the wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Based on probabilities, I would say like it's 65 to 35. Yeah. That you're running, or even more 70 to 30, even 75, yeah. 25 that you're, especially with Connor questionable. Yeah. That's right. a big, big part. All right, moving on to tight ends. We got Higby versus Goddard. Goddard's on the Renaissance. Higby on Shake It Goff. Higby has the COVID-19 tag beside his name, but will he be healthy, Mr. Jeremy? Yeah, he so he he got placed on the COVID list last week, like last Friday or, or no, last Monday. So it's been a week and a half now. Okay. So, so, he's so he, he, he'll be good by Sunday. And both these guys pretty similar. I, mean, I would take Goddard. I would take Goddard personally. Um, he's just been a lot more involved in that offense. Especially I mean, with the Ertz out. Like, he's the guy. Well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, as soon as they moved Ertz, he, you know, he had 135 yards last week. And then the week before Ooh. that, he had 105 yards and two touchdowns. Like, though, oh, that, yeah. that range of outcome, that doesn't happen for Tyler Higby. Like, Tyler Higby's top ceiling is like 60 yards and a touchdown. He doesn't have the 135 yards and a touchdown in him. Like Cooper Cup just makes that impossible. Okay. 
So I I would take Goddard. Um, I would too. But again, they're both kind of dark play (laughs) tight ends. Like whoever scores the touchdown is probably going to get more points. Yeah, that is true. That is true. All right. And then finally, uh, kickers even Carlson versus Greg Valleg. And then defense. We got Philadelphia against the Giants and Tampa Bay versus Carolina. I think it's a push. Push, yeah. So overall, I think Jeremy has an edge in quarterbacks and running backs. Renaissance has a significant edge in wide receivers and an edge in tight ends. And then a push with kicker and defense. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to give my vote to Mr. Shaky Goff because Woo! because I trust quarterbacks and running backs more than I trust wide receivers. Yeah, that's a fair point. But having my vote says nothing because I voted on myself last week. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to take myself because, obviously – um and the, the, the interesting thing about this matchup is so we're filming we're, we're recording this thursday morning for me thursday night for mike but the we're gonna know a lot after the thursday nighter so tonight is san fran tennessee so i have Tannehill, um debo samuel and jeff wilson jr and he has Ayuk and deontay foreman Oof. So that's the, oh yeah. So that's two of the top running backs or well, both top running backs, one quarterback and the top two wide receivers on San Fran all in this matchup. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot said, but I thought a lot said was after JJ scored 23 points last week. (laughs) (laughs) Everything turned on a flash. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so now we move on to the main event. The main event. The Scotty Bowl. Woo! Woohoo! So what does the loser have to do? That's what we have to fuck. We we need to figure this out because we didn't really have much of a loser punishment because I think we all just kind of felt bad for Doris. Um <laughs> you, now you, the year before was me and you got me a, a license plate cover. Yeah, that you never used. But we never we never actually got I mean, I wasn't gonna go out of my way to, to go to your house and pick it up, and uh and you never really gave it to me. So I think that we should have a, a discussion in the in the group chat about yeah, what we gotta we're get this going right away guys do because um there has to be a little bit higher stakes our league has our league has pretty much everything but we need we need a better uh a better scotty bowl punishment we should make I mean, like the scotty bowl loser sit in a bikini the whole draft on zoom or something like that well what if it's destination like a, draft yeah even better let's find a snowy <laughs> resort <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like a nice pink bikini with like a thong style. <laughs> How hilarious would that be? <laughs> or something. Allowed, I don't. Wouldn't be allowed in public. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to figure out something. I mean, I, I heard one, and I think I can't remember if I told you that one where it was like you had to go to IHOP 
and you had to be there for 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. And then for every pancake that you ate, it knocked off an hour. <laughs> so, so, so the guy's like, you're just either you're sitting there for 12 hours if you can get 12 pancakes down or like whatever. The, you can do that math however you want. And basically he was there all day and like guys had to just basically check in on them and, and you know, <laughs> Guys would guys would go and like have a drink with them and sit there and then they they would go back about their day and this guy basically was just stuck at IHOP for twenty four hours. Yeah, um, so something. Or like if that. we do like destination draft, we just get the funniest outfit that you have to yeah. wear for like twenty four hours. I know one golfing one, dinner whatever. One group did um, a thing where the the loser had to at the draft they all went out after and they had to busk with a recorder outside of the, or outside of the bar and they couldn't come in and be finished until they'd made like $10 or like $15. Or something he was like, so I learned like all these, like, it's like, I learned like levels on the recorder. And like, <laughs> and like, EDMs on all these like top 40 songs that he was playing on the recorder, trying eventually some like, people gave him enough money but like so stuff like that i think if that is hilarious get a little creative with it but uh you know and, and we can figure out exactly you know what we're gonna make one of these two fine gentlemen do so without further ado there's nothing like a scotty ball preview when you're not in the scotty ball it oh, is yeah. it is <laughs> stress-free <laughs> Like I didn't make it through to the next round, but at least I'm not in the Scotty Bowl. Yeah, That's exactly. Exactly. Um, and so we have the X Factor Call Daddy. X Factor is no factor, I'll tell you that. No factor. Hasn't been in the playoffs in, I believe this is six years now. <laughs> oh, fuck. Since it's, he met his wife. That's it's, been dark. <laughs> it's been dark days in X Factor land. Um, and uh, he is meeting Jeff with a J, who has been Jeff with a J now. All, I mean, multiple Jeff Bulls and just continue. We didn't, we should have recapped the Jeff Bowl because that was the best matchup of the last week. Um, yeah. But Jeff with a J, <laughs> I mean, someone brought it up at some point there has to be consideration of a legal name change. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. To get battered by Jeff Ives this many times. I mean, what was it? Scott had to get it tattooed on himself after three years in a row. Yeah. So maybe some, if Jeff with a J is Jeff for three years in a row, there's uh, yeah. there's some extra there's extra tattooing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but so it's been, a, it's been bleak years for both of these guys um let's light up the qbs let's get started um so with the x factor call baby we have the herbivore herbert and justin fields against cam cam newton and baker mayfield baker's (laughs) on the covid list i don't even know if baker's gonna play oh he's asymptomatic and hoping to play oh yeah so that's okay well um so this isn't close. No, I mean the herbs <laughs> is great. Fields has been actually pretty good the last two weeks. Really and that's what I'm like. I think Fields is bit. just like a better Newton. Like both Fields and Newton have that rushing upside, but Fields is younger, like, learning, getting better. better. Yeah, 
and and Cam can't throw the ball anymore. So like, you know, Cam Cam's having these games where he's like, he he's in risk of getting pulled, right? Yeah, like at any any opportunity because Darnold's healthy now apparently, and so like at any point during the game, Newton could just get pulled, and then you're stuck with like four points. There's honestly no reason for them to be starting Cam right now. Like no, Darnold, you could like start and be like. Does he have any chance to be? Okay yeah, to let's find out what we have with Sam. Cam is so fucking dumb. dumb. It's so dumb that they're starting him, but um, yeah. you know, GTA's happy about it. Um, and then Baker, and so that's really been the downfall of GTA's whole season is just the trash quarterbacks. Yeah, know? I mean they were trash from the start, and then he. That's what I mean. Trash. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's like, that's why we both said he had the worst team in the league. I like it. That's so be it. The results have shown that he's going to be the worst team in the league, maybe. There's a 50% chance. Yeah, yeah. And he's projected uh, to lose 138-132. Yeah, so slight projections favoring um, Call Baby. And so, yeah, we'll give the quarterback edge to Colin. Yeah. Um, wide receivers? So wide receivers for Call Baby. We have Stephon Diggs, uh, Van Jefferson, Amal Ross St. Brown, and Jalen Waddle. Ooh, Waddle, Waddle. Waddle, Waddle. And for GTA, we maybe have Mike Evans, Christian Kirk, Devontae Parker, and DJ Moore. Man, DJ Moore started off so hot. He and was then so he's good. just freaking flatlined. Everybody's like, minutes. this is going to be a breakout. And everybody was and then, so pumped. Uh, 10 minutes ago, it just came out that DJ Moore did not practice today again. So, Hammy. I mean, Maybe it'll depend on whether he practices tomorrow, but I would who's GTA's pivot option? Yeah. Nobody. Uh, Kendrick Bourne. So is Evans going to play? Well, that's another thing. I don't think that he will. Oh, really? oh we don't know. You know? Yeah. He, he, so, he didn't practice today either. So I would take Diggs over Evans if yeah. both, both are healthy. Yeah. Then is Waddle his two, I would say? I would almost take Amon Ross St. Brown as his two. He's been a stud, man, and he's just eating targets. The last three weeks, 12 targets, 12 targets, 11 targets. 14 points, 7 points, 15 points. Pretty good. Now, if Goff is out, that could That's be- the problem, yes. If, yeah. if Goff is out, that, that could be an issue. Um, but ever since Hawkinson's been out, Amar Ross St. Brown's been an absolute stud. And they're playing Atlanta. So if Goff's there, like, he could pop. Uh, and I would take him over any of GTA's guys. Except for Evans. Yes, yes. And you, yeah. And then I like Waddle. Probably not. Yeah. Waddle's kind of like DJ Moore. Yeah, yeah. Like a wide receiver um, three, probably going to get you, like, eight points, nine points. Yeah. Maybe ten. Yeah. <laughs> hoping for that touchdown, which is pretty solid, actually, back in two, two, three type guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Better in PPR, then, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, Amaro St. Brown's, like, in the PPR, like, wide receiver four or something the last three weeks or something like that. He's been a stud. Anyways, and then Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson's scary. Like, he could do nothing, but he could He's pop for one a touchdown. Wonder. Yeah. yeah. And I would take Devontae Parker over him. Um, Basically, you're Deshaun Jackson of this generation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I would give that to Call Baby. Yeah, I would give Edge 
to call baby. Even even if Evans and Moore are playing, I'd give that to call baby. And yeah, exactly. We're not even sure if they will be. Okay, so, now moving on to running backs. We got for X Factor, Barkley, Swift, and Miles Sanders, who was on mm-hmm. wings. Versus, oh, I can't believe that he was not saved. <laughs> I know. Kamara, Carter, and Henderson. This is interesting. It is an interesting one, eh? Yeah. Who you got? I mean, I think I lean GT. Just you're, because you're a Henderson fan. I mean, he scares me now though. Like he he yeah. he kind of looks like he lost that job. I was a lot higher on Henderson three weeks ago than I am now. Um he's very scary. He's probably the lowest of, of all of this, but I guess they're all kind of scary. Honestly, like you're fine with Kamara, obviously Kamara against Miami. I would take Kamara over Saquon. Uh, even yep. though Saquon's not good the last couple of weeks, but I think that's fair. I would still take Kamara. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you go Michael Carter against DeAndre Swift, DeAndre Swift. He, all of us, like he wasn't supposed to be playing this game. It came out of nowhere that he was practicing. Um, And so Swift, I don't know. Swift is solid. Yeah, if he's if he's playing and if he's healthy, I, I just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, if he's playing, he's the second or third best running back out of the, all these running backs. Yeah, yeah. So he's your best number two. Over yeah, Carter I like Michael Carter Henry. as well. I really like Michael Carter. Um, yeah. And then Sanders and Henderson. Right now, I think you'd have to take Sanders um, just based on the, the usage. Like Henderson – Got way less touches than Sonny Michelle last game. Um, Carter, it, it just, like Carter, hasn't even been playing though. No, Carter's just got back. He had his first game back last game. Last game, and they like eased him in. Okay, so that's kind of a big question mark too. Yeah, I think him and um, Swift injury wise are like the same kind of concern Carter maybe a little bit less because he's already got back and played a game and Swift could like maybe Swift is about to have his Carter game where he gets eased back in but Swift is just a better talent um than Carter so um yeah you know I went into this thinking GT I guess it depends on whether Sanders is healthy I don't know Swift Swift is big yeah yeah that's kind of the turning point so I would almost lean with running backs X factor. Uh, I'm just trying to decide if I would take because Carter and Swift and Henderson and Sanders are close enough that I would take GT just the, the edge with Kamara over Barkley. Um, but like, is Barkley back? That's the question. He could be. He could be. He's looked. Although he's he only scored more. scored five points last game. But he's looked so much better. Yeah, so I mean he went five seven fifteen five. Five five seven fifteen five. So not that's a big edge for Kamara. Kamara's yeah. still the guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm so, gonna say a push. Yeah, I might lean GT. But Kamara's fucking dead. Yeah, I'll lean GT. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, it's just that good. Yeah. Okay. All uh, right. Tight end. Kelsey versus Pitts. Pitts for X Factor. Kelsey for GT. The JT. I should say. Um. 
And so this is a no-brainer. Kelsey, if healthy. Yeah. Is he healthy? Because he has a COVID. Oh, he's on COVID. He's on COVID. <laughs> but he he is vaccinated. Okay. So he'll probably be back. And, like, the thing is, I bet if Kelsey and – because Tyreek is also on COVID. If Kelsey and Tyreek are both on COVID, I bet the league – is more likely to postpone that to Tuesday to get those guys back and healthy just because it's two, it's Casey and Pittsburgh. It's two kind of big time franchises and those are elite marquee guys. I think they're going to want them in the lineup. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this game gets, uh, gets Push. pushed uh, in which case pushed to, 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 to a point where Kelsey can play. Um, I mean, if Kelsey's out, GTA is uh, he's got, the Muth, who is Luth. Oh, and love that. you know, uh, he's just getting back from that injury. Um, but he's still, but they're not sure. So, like, if he plays, he'll be great. Uh, I mean, not great, but he's a touchdown reliant, he's a fine tight end. He's I kind like of it. actually the opposite of Kyle Pitts. Yeah, exactly. Kyle, Kyle Pitts, Pitts, Pitts is Julio like, Jones. Calvin's no going to just get you 60 yards and he's not going to score a touchdown. I think and, it's a Matt Ryan problem. Well, I was just about to say, at what point does it become a Matt Ryan problem? Right? Like, like you got the fucking tallest guy in the league playing wide receiver. You can't fucking hit him in the end zone with like a fucking. But Calvin you know, Ridley never had to throw it up. Yeah, but Ridley's not the tallest guy. Ridley, right, I see what you mean. Ridley's really you're just, you're fast just and can get uh, separation, whereas like. Right, Julio, okay. And stuff and are pits. like all contested just, balls, right? Yeah, you're just like put it up there and, and let them let go them get, get it. it. Yeah, let them yeah. beat a guy. Yeah. yeah. For most people, it'll be a 50 50 ball. For them, it's like 90 10. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so like Kyle Pitts is like the one tight end in the league that isn't touchdown dependent. <laughs> um, and he kind of needs and, to. And <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like he's been a disappointment, I think. Um, now, Cullen got him pretty late in the draft, so it's fine. Anyways, I would give, obviously, the edge to GTA if Kelsey plays. If Kelsey doesn't play, uh, the edge probably goes to Call Baby. The baby? All right. So, let's round it out with kickers and defense. Kickers, who cares? Yeah. I guess you could give the edge to Justin Tucker if you really wanted to. No. Uh, um, and then Atlanta versus Detroit for Jeff. And then Green Bay versus Cleveland. Uh, I mean, so both of these are kind of like Atlanta versus Detroit. GTA's betting on a, a Jared Goffless Detroit Lions team coming in. That'd be and good. so if Goff, if Goff doesn't play, then yeah, they're going to just manufacture turnovers. And then Green Bay, same thing. If Baker Mayfield's out, um, they're going to feast on that Cleveland offense. So, uh, I mean... I guess I would take Green Bay just because I think they're probably a better defense, but it's, you know, it's a coin flip. Yeah. Yeah. Coin flip. So overall, who you got? Who you got as our Scotty Bowl champion 2021? You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go and I'm going to say that Travis Kelsey has another monster day. Alvin Kamara is an absolute stud and J Jeff with a J pulls off the upset and 
relegates the X Factor Call Daddy to his first, I believe his first. Has he won one before? I don't know, Maybe but that's a good question. That'd be great. But I'll look it up. But um, I think the X Factor call, call Baby is in line. You know, when you miss the playoffs six years in a row, <laughs> you're playing, you're you're playing you're with due. fire. You're yeah. playing with fire. And uh, I think it's about time that that X Factor got burned with that uh, with the Scotty Bowl, and and then we'll we'll get to come up with a, a wonderful punishment for him. And you know, I, I can't wait. Quite frankly, you know what? I want to do a destination draft and see that big body of Jeff in some ridiculous <laughs> outfit that is way too small for him. <laughs> so I'm gonna leave Jeff. Jeff with a J. So you're, you're saying Jeff with a J. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't just lose the Jeff Bowl <laughs> and then not win the Scotty Bowl. You got to do both. That's true. What that's true. What would be uh, the Triple Crown? It should be like Jeff oh, Bowl, <laughs> the Scotty Bowl. The Jeff Bowl, the Scotty Bowl. And like at least points in the league or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Triple Crown of shame. Yeah. Too bad not everybody has a chance of winning that one. So we um, it, we will have a new Scotty Bowl champion. Neither of those guys have ever won it. Um, I mean, the only guys in the league, like a lot of the guys that won the Scotty Bowl in the, aren't, aren't in the league anymore. Ethan won it twice. Pat won it once. Scotty obviously won it three times. <laughs> so that doesn't leave very much. For the rest of us, but Will you won, won once. I Jersey. won it two years ago. Yeah. And Doris. So of guys still in the league, it's just Will, me, and Doris, and then Scotty times three. So <laughs> we, we're about to welcome another member to the Scotty Bowl Club, either GT or X Factor. So the question is in 10 years from now, will anybody catch Scott at three? If Scott didn't in... need again. That's a very good question. That is a very good question. If we assume that so. Scotty is out, three is a lot. <laughs> it's a it's a feat. It's and he won like three lot. three in the first four years or something. Three in a row, the first three years. <laughs> three for three. <laughs> I mean, at least he's so, improved. I, I and so Scotty's the only uh, the only member of the Scotty Bowl Club with a championship. <laughs> Scotty so, is the only member. Let's hope that uh, let's hope that we can fix that this year. Yeah, man, it it would. Uh, no, let's not hope that. But uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't think he understood what I meant by that. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll cheer for the Renaissance. Why not? Underdog plowing through. Although he's not the underdog wow. in your matchup, I guess. Well, he no, he's not. Yeah, he's favored. He's favored. Yeah. So well, it is what it is. I think uh, it's about time. We've got about six hours till kickoff here. I am very fired up. Gonna be watching the game. Oh, by the way, who who you got winning the whole thing? I got Spenny. I got Spenny. You got Spenny. I got me. Two for. Obviously, I'm gonna take. I'm taking. Spenny's gonna start off like Scotty did, except the opposite. Just the opposite. He's gonna go three for three. Spenny has a good team. Spenny has a good Pete. team. He's got to make three Pete shirts next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh boy, he man! I was really getting... hoping to face you, Jers. I had a lot of things planned for a matchup. <laughs> Got the new yeah. Photoshop coming out of Jers. A new Photoshop! Wow. Yeah, so I haven't made one not... since the X Factor. So since the classic X Factor. So but now I'm not I... playing you. So you're not going to do it. You're going to save it for the archives until until our matchup happens. Yeah, but it, it was kind of dependent on this year a little bit. So. Um, We'll see. So if you it. make the finals, might I might anyways. drop it. If you don't make okay. the finals, then probably won't drop it because then it it just gets banished. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's. Ho- I hope. I hope to see that um, that artwork because, God, I hope I'm in the finals. Yeah. So next week we'll do finals matchup coverage and then Chalmers uh, survey coverage. Yep. Yep. And a, a Scotty Bowl recap. Yeah, Scotty Bowl recap. <laughs> I love it. And then hopefully we can vote on something for the Scotty Bowl recap, so we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, when um, I guess by the time this gets up, the Thursday night will be do- already be done, right? Probably, yeah, 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 most likely. So everyone will know how the start of our matchups have gone. Yeah, that'll be exciting. That will be exciting. All right, guys. Big one. All yeah. right. Jerry's Thanks for listening, nervous. everyone. You look a little nervous today. Oh, I feel great. I feel <laughs> great. <laughs> this is going to be like the last year where freaking whatever puts up a massive point total on you. And you, you know who, you know who, who, who fucked it me in the tomorrow. semifinals last year? Wasn't no, no, that was the finals. <laughs> oh. It was Ryan Tannehill. Oh, he's on your team. He put up like 40 points. He had like three rushing touchdowns. So I got him <laughs> on my, I got him on my team now. So let's let's see it again, Tanny. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, take it easy, everyone. Thanks for listening. Ciao.